So today's story, I'm going to tell you how I bought my first house with my wife with zero of our own cash. Yeah, this is Gary Talks Real Estate, another episode of GTR, where if you've been in the business as long as I have, whether it's as a realtor, as an investor, as a buyer, as a seller, or just a guy in the sidelines, uh, you gain a lot of experience and some pretty interesting stories in real estate along the way. And this podcast, this video is all about those stories and sharing my experiences and and providing some insight to perhaps in areas that you hadn't thought of before, or maybe you've been in the exact same scenario as this and you're like, yeah, I did that too. Well, if that's the case, I want to know about it and I want to share your story as well as the many that I have. And and buying real estate with 0% down or zero of your own money that you know a lot of people will say, yeah, it's out there or it's a myth. Well, I can assure you I've done it many times. Uh, it's a little bit different than what most people think of. And I remember this goes, this story dates back to 1999. Yeah. Before the two thousands, there was life before the two thousands, before, you know, the, the dot com world of the year 2000 is going to fall. Everything's going to break and everything like that. Well, wouldn't you know it, nothing happened. Uh, in 1999, my wife and I had already been married for a few years and we just started looking at homes and, you know, lo and behold, we found one that we, that we liked to actually remember the day. It was a model home, brand new townhouse, uh, in a town just North of Stouffville, uh, sorry, North of, uh, Toronto. And, uh, my wife goes in and looks at it cause that's where the sales agent was at the time. And she goes in, she looks at it and I'm sitting out in the car and she comes back out. She had that smile on her face. We all know that smile. You need to go in and look at that house. So I walk in, we look at it together and it was, yeah, it's a beautiful townhouse. And we, we kind of look at ourselves like, do we, do we buy this thing? I don't even know. Like, what, what does that, what does that even mean? And, and for those of you that know me, know that I grew up in a family that uh, valued real estate and valued creating wealth and, you know, had my, my parents have owned many different investment properties. So I, you know, buying a house to me was, yeah, we just go buy a house. You know, I wasn't very well educated. Uh, I don't think either, either of us really were, or many of us are when it comes to buying homes. So we start making some phone calls and some decisions and get in touch with, uh, with the sales agent say, Hey, we'd like to buy a home. And of course, you know, as many realtors do, what's your, where's your down payment coming from? What does it look like? And everything like that. And I had already put together this idea. Well, this is how we're going to buy it because I've been exposed to many creative ways of buying homes, uh, so many different ways in the past and so many different times in the past from, from my parents. And, you know, the, the plan that I put out in front of Michelle, my wife, she's like, yeah, that makes sense. And then when we kind of just started doing it, you know, that was just the norm. You, you bought, you bought homes kind of creatively and not everyone was able to create, you know, a 10, 20, 30, 40% down payment at the time. And of course we're only talking like a $180,000 townhouse, uh, 23, two years ago now, uh, in, in the town of Aurora, which is just North of Toronto. So here's, here's what we did. We had a home that we, that we both loved. Uh, both Michelle and I were working uh, full times. So we had good paying jobs and, and, you know, we weren't, we were probably at lower than average of, of, of the average around us. If that's it, if that's a thing, we, you know, we weren't, 
making tons of money or anything like that, but we were working as two 20 year olds, uh, 20 some odd year olds. I think we were 26 at the time. And, uh, and here's the plan that we put together. We knew we had some RSP funds. We had about $15,000 of RSP money and we could use that in Canada. You can use that to go purchase a home with it. There's a whole repayment plan, but you can use that as, as a buyer. And the mortgage that was being offered to us, yes, this mortgage was at 8% and we might think, oh my gosh, that's so expensive to, in today's terms. But as, as rates are climbing up, maybe not so much. Uh, so it was an 8% mortgage. That was the interest rate, yet they were offering a 3% cash back. Now, we didn't know any better or anything. We're like, yeah, that makes sense. We'll take it. And, and we had an unsecured line of credit. So we had a line of credit at, uh, at our bank, at TD Bank. And we th I thought to myself, well, I'll just, you know, we'll just borrow money from the line of credit and use the $15,000 and that'll be our down payment fund. And then when we get our cash back, the 3% cash back, we'll just repay the, the line of credit. Right. And everyone seemed to go along with that. The bank, they, they understood what was going on. And, and, you know, not many, not too many people asked lots of, lots of questions back then, 22 years ago. Now the mortgage uh, industry and the way you get financing has certainly changed these days, but we bought our first house with really zero cash in our pockets. Of course, we had some savings in the RSP aspect of it. So we withdrew that $15,000 uh, for the purchase of, of this home. We use some of the funds uh, are available to us on our line of credit. So there's closing costs and there's some first time home buyer rebates and so forth. And the lawyers took care of all of that, what that looked like. And then when we closed on the house, there was cash back from us, 3% cash back of, of the mortgage amount, which was about another, I think it was about another $4,500 if I remember correctly. And we repaid everything back to the line of credit. And that's how we bought our first house uh, with zero of our own cash, we'll call it. Now, mind you, we had a, a repayment plan for the RSP, but you have 15 years to repay that. So that was pretty easy, right? And, and the line of credit, well, that got taken care of right away. And we now owned a house, which was pretty funny. And, and when I think about things, you know, obviously when it comes to buying investment properties or any sort of real estate property, uh, sometimes you do have to think creatively and ask more questions just because you're not getting the answer you're looking for. Maybe you're not asking the right question, right? So change the question up. And I know for us, when, when the, the sales agent at, at the, at the home there, when we first met matter, you know, what, what savings do you have for a down payment? And we kind of looked at each other, well, we don't have any in a sense other than our RSP, but we needed more money than that. And it wasn't until we started thinking creatively and what that looked like, where we able to uh, move forward with the purchase. And for me, that was just kind of second nature. Maybe for you, it is as well. And, and for others, well, you, you know, you haven't been taught to think like that. So, so I urge you to think creatively and think a little bit differently and like I said, if you're not getting the answer that you are looking for, perhaps you're asking the wrong question. So ask a different question, right? Perhaps that sales agent, you know, she, she could have asked the question differently. Uh, what resources do you have available for a down payment? What resources do you have available to you today? So, so change the question. That's, that's what today's story is all about is changing the question. And, and we've gone on and bought many, many properties uh, since that day, 22, 23 years ago now. 
uh, with zero of our own money. And I'll share those stories uh, in future podcasts. In fact, we we bought a number of investment properties without our own money. And, and we've created some great partnerships along the way. So today, more of the story is uh, think creatively, think a little bit different, ask the different questions, and I'm sure uh, you'll get to accomplish what it is that you're looking for. And if you missed the last episode, I talked about creative financing. So along this line, seller financing, where in fact, we partnered with a seller that was looking to sell their property and we created an amazing opportunity for them and ourselves. Go click or listen to that. Check you later.